Please join me in our responsive welcome. No matter who you are or where you are in life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. And you are wanted and you are valued here. We have stories of faith that connect us. We have stories of faith that connect us, whether you're in Connecticut or Colorado, the United States or Europe or anywhere in the world. Please join us in the scripture lesson today that's printed in your bulletin. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who know their need. For there is the grace of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who weep. For their tears will be wiped away. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the humble. For they are close to the sacred earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are those who hunger for earth's oneness. will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the forgiving. For they are free. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the clear in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. Good morning. So our our theme for Laity Sunday is Peace is Possible. Uh, Sarah invited Elizabeth to share some reflections on this topic. Here's my voice. I'm, uh, she's the wise one, I'm the loud one, if you're trying to keep us straight here. So, uh, so what I'm going to share first is uh, a letter that uh, Elizabeth wrote to all of us. Greetings, church family. It will be marvelous to hear from how different ones of you became aware of the many attitudes about war. I was first aware when during the World War there was fear that enemies would bomb our house if they saw a light. Our farm was nine miles away from the town of Geneseo, Illinois, with its many lights. I feared that the enemy would bomb our isolated farm, our isolated farmhouse, because we had a victory garden and always encouraged others to have the same. I really liked little insects and chipmunks and squirrels. My father wrote in his Diary of an Illinois Farmer for the Chicago Daily News that when I was quite young, I saw my mother kill a spider and was sobbing as I cried that he probably had a wife and family and would now all die without him to help them. During the Great Alaskan Earthquake of 1964, 
my family lived in Alaska. And I wrote, this earthquake really makes us wonder how people can think in terms of war. This was such minor destruction compared with what war would bring. I'm also wondering how different ones of you feel about the idea of a just war and whether or not you believe there are times when war really can be necessary. I'll let a friend submit this because of my no longer having a computer. This is fabulous writing, by the way. It's a pleasure to read. And you can share your beliefs when we meet together about Blessed Are the Peacemakers on October 21st with love and thankfulness for our being a peace-loving church family. Elizabeth Hannah Hubricks. So, so now we would like all of you to have the opportunity to reflect on Elizabeth's questions. So to do this, please form groups of three to five. Just turn to the people near you. If, if you need to move to find some people, that's okay. Um, we'll just spend a few minutes on this. Um, and I would ask you, the first question is to think about your earliest memories about war, whether they were direct experiences or simply becoming aware. What was that experience like? Beth gave us her example in rural Illinois, but we all have different stories to tell. So please take a few minutes now to share within your groups. So, so I hate to interrupt because these are great conversations going on, but I will interrupt and I'll ask you to, con I'll ask you to continue your conversation, but, but to shift the question. So Beth asks us, how do you feel about the idea of a just war and whether or not you believe there are times when war really can be necessary. How do you grapple with this? So we'll take a few more minutes to talk about that. Let's wrap up our conversation. Me. There, if I, if I unmute, it'll work better. There we go. Um, we want to take just a few, few moments here um, uh, Elizabeth would love to hear some of your insights, some of your thoughts from these conversations. And um, Simon and Annalise from our confirmation class pondered these questions earlier today and also now, so um, they were going to share first. Just hold it close. Okay. So when we first brought up the topic of war, my immediate thoughts were, that's a hard topic to talk about. And um, just war especially, um, there's so much perspective that goes into it. And um, 
if it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Um. Well, the I I feel like um, any violence. I feel like there's a better way to solve problems than violence in the world. And uh, war, I feel like, is the first um, the first way to resolve a conflict that peop- that most that some people think of. Um, and um, I think that it takes an open mind um, to actually um, think about other ways to solve a problem and that's what it takes to be um, a peacemaker. I think that there can be better ways to solve problems than violence, such as talking and listening to each other's perspective of, I guess, the conflict. And we can actually solve problems and get somewhere in this world to a better place. Thank you. Anybody else have... I know it's a hard act to follow, but anybody else have some insights they'd like to share. Well, one of us was about 11 or 12 years old in the Six-Day War, and it got very confusing for her. Um, I lost my first girlfriend because uh, in the second grade, all of a sudden she disappeared and I found out 40 years later that her father was killed in Korea and um, I was um, I was in charge of the internal security force for the March of Montgomery in March of 1965 and I got orders I was supposed to report for induction in Little Rock at the very same day I was going across Lowndes County uh, and uh, so I uh, ignored that, and then they came and got me, and I refused because I don't believe in killing people, and especially not killing people while I'm being ordered to kill somebody I don't know and for pay. I said I would never do that. And, uh, um, you know, I respect people who have a different opinion, but I'm going to discuss it with them. Thank you. So we talked some about um, what was a just war, and World War II did seem like a very just war. Um, Those were dire circumstances. Um, and we talked about today and why war has gone to so much and sort of that ways that might help with that would be greater economic equality throughout the world 
Um, and what else? Oh, <laughs> and um, and we also talked about, you know, what about that wild card? What about if another Hitler comes along and he is trying to take power? And we thought also greater education throughout the world um, would help to prevent someone like that from coming to power. So those were our thoughts. Thank you. I think it's important to acknowledge our respect for people that have gone and, and risked their lives for our freedom. And I, I do think it's important. I, I, you know, I'm grateful to those people to put their lives on the line. I don't think war is the right solution to our problems, but there are people that really. Um, that believe in it, and that be, and that believe in that kind of caretaking, and I I just want to show my respect for that. Beth shares this quote from Reverend Dr. Roy Jones in 1990. In a world where we still do not know how to handle our violence, may we nevertheless trust the ways of peace. So thank you for trusting us to share this morning, and may we all trust the ways of peace.